not say it all together. Oh boy. Sweaty balls teabagging your granny. Sweaty balls teabagging your granny. <laughs> and that is how we will start this episode, Kevin. Sweaty balls teabagging your granny? Yeah, episode 17. We're starting with sweaty balls teabagging your granny. Uh, oh boy, man. I feel bad for your granny. That's no, no, that's not my granny. It's your granny. Uh, joke, the granny, the granny of the people listening. I'm sorry. Whoever's granny has got sweaty balls teabagging them. We are sorry. We are sorry. Oh boy. Grandma was a hoe. Grand- wow. That's that's fantastic. So this is what we're starting with. Well, this is what we're starting with. All right, episode seventeen. This is how. This is how we're starting the episode. Yep. Little little humor, you know. Starting off strong in the later weeks. Few things to do it, but we find a way. Yeah, we find a way. You know, slowly, slowly making it. Um, how's your week, Kevin? Good. How's my? Are you really yeah, gonna week? fucking ask right now? Yeah. How's your week? Fucking awful, man. Well, besides Sunday, what about Monday to now? Well, Monday, I, I was still sad. Tuesday, <laughs> I, I was I was a little less sad, but I mean, I, it was bearable. Wednesday, I'm like, you know, hey, maybe I could watch basketball and watch the Lakers do well. And then they're like, oh, well, I can't do that. That's, that's just it made me more sad. So. You know, it's not been a great week, but I'm oh, still alive. That's good. I'm glad you're alive. Because if you weren't, this would be the weirdest episode ever. It'd be. It'd really be like just you talking to yourself. Yeah, and I'm and I think and me thinking I'm talking to you. Yeah, I mean, hey. I, oh. Until he listens Sorry. to the podcast, that's only from talking. <laughs> the audio is cut from my end. <laughs> yeah, the, <laughs> I think we'll just do that one episode. See if people actually notice. <laughs> we'll just interchange whose audio goes out throughout the episode. That's when you know you're losing it. <laughs> right, <laughs> just to see, if, just to start messing with our listeners. Um, <clears throat> yeah, lots. You know, we got playoffs this weekend. We got. You know, your Lakers losing to the Kings, my Bulls losing, I think, by almost 30 at home. Well, it was like 20. Was, yeah. I mean, it's to the Nets. Yeah. yeah. I mean, at least you could say, oh, all right, well, they're a top-rated team. Yeah, I wish we didn't lose by that much at home. We got some things to work on. But the Lakers, that's a dumpster fire and a half, man. Yeah, Lakers. It's a functioning dumpster fire. Like they're not at the bottom of the league. They're just they're they're hanging in there. They're gonna like, make playoffs. Just, not not high ranking seed, but yeah, uh, barely. Apparently, there's been rumors of West, Russell Westbrook still getting traded. Yeah, the way he's shooting, I don't know who would pick that up. Well, it's a very the seven, You figure the 76ers would, but nope, they don't even want him. They already have. They, they've been there, done that, so they're good. Um, let's see. What else? 
is there? I mean, yeah, NBA, you know, I watched the second half of the Bulls game yesterday. It was it was good probably up until about like 6 minutes into the third quarter. And then then, you know, the Nets started being really good. <laughs> oh wait, we we have talent on our team now. Yeah, you know, they had Kyrie on the court at the same time as Harden and Durant, you know. And then they come off and then you still have Kyrie, but then you got Blake Griffin. And it's like, where the fuck did he come from? Did he just like tag in? What is this? WWE? Just tagging in? All right. You know, ran- random teammates just happening? Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, it's just, it's such a <clears throat> talented see, and then, roster, man. And like, then, the Nets go and, then the Nets go and lose to the Thunder, 130 to 109. Like, for that game, were they playing at home? I believe so. So Kyrie was ah, the Kyrie 21 points. He was the 21 points, I'm assuming. There he was. Bada bing, bada boom. That's insane. Five Thunder players scored in double figures on 32 total assists. Double Thunder. Double. <laughs> double Thunder. Just like the thighs. Um, what else? Sorry, distracted. I got the Niners in my uh, my playoff survivor pool. And somebody's trying to trade me the Bengals for the Niners. I told them, fuck the Bengals. I, <laughs> I like the Bengals' chances better than the Niners. I don't know, man. Raiders is looking good. The fuck did you just say? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> what did you just say right now? You look me in the eye. <laughs> I'm looking at your cheek. <clears throat> Still like your lower eye. Not necessarily your eye. I, I can't make this any perfectly. There we go. Um. Yeah, I mean, we'll get to the NFL. Um, NBA still. Uh, a lot of COVID stuff. A lot of ten-day contracts. A lot of. A lot of softness in the NBA. Oh, oh! You want, you want to talk about that? Can I can I speak on the the Julius Randall thumbs down thing? Yeah, go ahead. You know, go ahead. It's like people don't understand New York. Like that's just like New York, Philadelphia. If you're not a mentally tough person, you're not going to like it there. Yeah. One, the franchises are terrible. They they just don't have it, the support. And the, the loyal fans of these cities have seen year in, year out, them being then trash just placed on the field. And the, the minute they get hope, they, they start to really root and get behind you. Yeah. And then when you, things aren't, aren't going well, because, you know, it's only a temporary fix, whatever they put on the field wasn't going to last very long or didn't pan off. It doesn't play well deep in the playoffs. 
things get really bad and they start <clears throat> booing very loudly because they're frustrated. And if you're, you just don't understand the years of just depression, the, the deprivement of a, 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 a quality product being put on the field or court. Yeah. Just pure disappointment. It's, they're going to boo. They're going to boo when you're playing like crap. You're a million dollar athlete. If you can't handle getting booed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you, you, you look at your game check and go, yeah, but they were mean to me. So I'm just going to, you know, boop thumbs down them back. Cause I mean, it's happened with Julius Randle. It's happened with, mm-hmm. with Javi Baez. Like yeah, it's happened whole, with that multiple whole, that players. Whole Mets team, I mean, come on. Like, you know, like you said, to keep it in New York with Javi Baez and Lindor, they're like, oh, you can't cheer for us because you guys were booing at us when we were losing. And it's because you're losing. It's because you guys suck. You guys <laughs> you clearly can't win I games. I was promised this hope, and now you guys suck still. This yeah. is the same thing. We could have cheaper players doing the same thing you guys are doing, losing. Mm-hmm. And they have probably – they have one of the best pitchers in the game. And then they have their number two is probably what top fifteen pitcher in the game. Yeah, I mean, when, they, when healthy, if you look at the roster, I mean, it's not bad. It's right. not as bad as they that little they side point out. They for the longest time, I mean, during the last season, there was like this long stretch where the bets were just god awful. Like oh, yeah. it just didn't just... like even like Baez and Lindor were just not hitting. They were just doing the worst. And they were getting booed for it. Like, yeah, if you don't perform as a professional athlete, mm-hmm. you got to understand, especially in that town, that the phrase, if you can't make it here, or if you can make anywhere. it here, you can make it anywhere. Yeah. That's because it's tough to make it there. Nope, I hear you. It, it's just, I mean, how are you not understanding that New York demands a high performance every time yeah. just because all the media is over there. There's a lot of coverage on you. People are going to talk about this team no matter what, especially, oh my gosh, the New York Giants. Hold on. Let me get on this New York hate hold train. On, no, hold on one second. Hold on one second. One second. Hold on. Time out. Freeze. Relax. Okay. I gotta breathe. Relax. Relax. So just, this is, I'm assuming this is 2021. I typed in 2021. Um, You know, just, their roster obviously right now in the 2021 roster Syndergaard was hurt but you have a healthy Syndergaard you have Jacob deGrom arguably the best pitcher in the game Marcus Stroman who had a decent year with a 3.02 ERA yeah I take that uh Taiwan Walker he's okay but he's like your fourth he had a 4.47 obviously not ideal you know but as a number four pitcher you can't really complain you know, and then you got, you know, I don't know these other guys, David Peterson, Rich Hill. I'm assuming these guys were picked up. Rich at, Hill was a Dodger. He's pretty good. Picked up at uh, halfway through the year of the trade deadline. Um, you know, Tyler McGill, uh, relievers. Uh, I mean, Aaron Loop, Yuris Familia, Trevor May, Edwin Diaz. Those are four good relievers right there. I mean, yeah. Edwin Diaz being your closer. So when you get, you know, you and then look you at got, the roster, you're looking at the roster, and you're like, all right, this this team should be pretty good, 
and then you yeah. come out and what were they what were they last year? Uh their record was seventy seven and eighty five. They were third in the east. Seventy seven and eighty five. Mm-hmm. Below five hundred. Mm-hmm. You got all that talent and you're telling me you can't get five hundred? They allowed six hundred and sixty eight runs. And you wonder why you get booed. Like, what's going on? When you're guaranteed one pitcher who's going to give up one run a game in 15 of them. And you can't be. Minimum. You you can't. You can't do it. You can't. You can't play better. You can't do. You can't support this phenomenal pitcher a little bit better. And then let's go to, to batting. I mean. I mean, they got they got hitters all over the field. You got Pete Alonso, home run derby winner, not this year, but the year prior, right? He didn't win this year. This Did last he? one, he he won the year before, right? Wasn't it? I can't remember. I'm terrible you know, with awards. Who won? Anyways, but he, he was he, in the he, he's he in the home great, run derby. Great hitter, thirty seven home runs, batting two sixty two with the on base percentage of three forty four. I mean, <clears throat> I, you know, I mean, then you got Jeff McNeil. He's a good, good hitter. Two batting, two fifty one, on base, three nineteen. You know, Francisco Lindor. You think he'd be batting close to three hundred, right? Right. They're batting two thirty. Mm, I don't like that. In one hundred and twenty five games, Jonathan VR, not bad, batting two forty nine. Dominic Smith is decent. Brandon Nimmo isn't bad. Michael Comforto, you know, and then what? They had Javi Baez come in late. Um, who else do they have come off the bench? Not ter- not great, but, you know, they had pieces. And it's just like your pitching wasn't terrible. It's just your hitting just wasn't fucking there. Like, I, yeah, like you said, like it, they should have been competing – probably better with what the fucking the the reds the red Sox and the yankees a lot better yeah. a little more no they're al my apologies nl east is who's in the nl east is it the marlins marlins in the nl east braves right <clears throat> oh, no. oh no we gotta brush up on our baseball Braves, Marlins, Mets, Phillies. There's one more. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. Nationals. That's a very weak East. No disrespect to Braves and Phillies fans, especially the Braves for just winning the World Series. Great time to be in in Georgia right now, let me tell you. Right? Oh, yeah. We'll get to that after this. Um, I mean, Phillies aren't the same team that they used to be. Nationals are literally a roller coaster every year. Depending on how Bryce Harper's feeling. Well, that and the rest of their team, you know. So, I mean, the Mets have a very good shot of winning the East Excuse me, every year. Obviously, now things have changed a little bit or will change a little bit once baseball comes back because they're going to lose a lot of those pieces. But yeah, like you said, um, can't play in New York. Can't play anywhere. 
No, if you can make it in New York, you can play anywhere. But if you're not mentally tough enough to handle the crowd booing you, I mean, if anything, as a player, you should be like, shoot, they shouldn't they shouldn't be booing me. They should they should be rooting for me. I need to play better. I need to step up my game. This shouldn't be happening. I need right. to get these guys together. I need to rally this team to get better, so mm-hmm. that our own crowd can actually root for us. Yep. Put a quality product on the field, and people will get behind you. It's that simple of a concept. But you know, you want to throw a hissy fit and boo the fans back instead of freaking playing better. Then yeah. I mean, are you, does any any rational human being gonna watch something that's terrible and cheer for it? No, no, no. So play better. I know it's it's tough. There's a lot of factors going on, but don't boo them back. Be understanding that they want to see their team do better. Because even after you're gone, they're still gonna love that team, and to see that team struggle and suck even though they're more than talented yeah it's it's awful to watch yeah trust me i'm a charger fan Uh, i I hear you i hear you um so that's my little new york rant (laughs) yeah uh nfl scores um we'll kind of go over we're going to talk about the giants first actually oh Um, oh, i still got time for more new york you you got time you got time. So Giants. Are you kidding lost. me? They lost, uh, okay? A QB but... sneak. You don't trust your offense <laughs> to get out of the back of the end zone? <laughs> a QB sneak. Oh, my gosh. Oh, dude. I mean. What? That That's awful. That That is. What is that? Yeah, I. I don't know. I can't answer that. Oh my god! Third and, third and nine at your own four, and you're like, "We're gonna QB sneak it for nine yards." Nine yards to get the first. To get the first. And and they got exactly uh nothing. I think they got half of a half a yard. They got an essence of a yard. Yeah, and Daniel That's Jones didn't even they didn't really Did get Daniel, a yard. Was Daniel Jones hurt? I don't really pay I, attention. I think he was out. Uh, yeah, they had Jake Fromm. I thought Jake Fromm was still in Buffalo. I thought he was in college. <laughs> no, that's the uh, the quarterback for Nebraska, Martinez, who's still been in there for like seven years now. Hunter Renfro was like, was like that, right? Where he was just like in college at Clemson for like seventeen years, for a good while, yeah. I think his whole life. Um, all right, we got Chiefs Broncos Saturday was the first game Saturday, which was actually a good one. I thought the Broncos were going to win. Oh, I thought, I thought the Chiefs were going to win by a lot more than they did. Well, at the time of me watching the game. Because oh. I think I believe the Broncos scored first. Yeah, they kind of the and Chiefs kind of did the classic Chiefs thing, like oh, almost at it. <laughs> yeah, um, gotta be quicker than that. Gotta be quicker. <laughs> yeah, Melvin Gordon had himself a game. <clears throat> Who would have thought this guy would have ever had a game? Yeah, he, he's not worth the price he wanted. 
uh, 12 carries, 10 yards. I don't think he's had a very good year, though. I will say yeah. that as well. I he mean, it, it's kind of hard when uh, the Broncos just need a good quarterback, honestly. Yeah, he didn't even get over 1,000 yards this year. Yeah, it's it's tough. What what Denver's going through is it's just <clears throat> He only had two touchdowns this year? No, that's not true. Did he really only have two touchdowns? That's what it's saying. But here, regular season, it says eight. We're going to go with eight because there's no way Melvin Gordon. Because I was going to say two. I mean, good um, for him. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it was a good game. And then we had the Eagles-Cowboys. I mean. Who cares? Who cares? They were both making the playoffs. No one cared. Cowboys put up 51 on a bad Eagles team at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Gardner Minshew was at quarterback. Good old Minshew. Uncle Rico. Uncle Rico. Uh, Browns Bengals. Mr. Joey B didn't play. Whoever the hell Brandon Allen is, he played. Oh, good, good, good for them. As soon as I saw, like, oh, Joe Burrow's sitting for yeah. playoffs, which makes sense, but, like, nah, screw this. And uh, Joe Mixon. Good to see the Browns still struggle, though. And then I believe they took Jamar Chase out as soon as he hit the rookie record. Yeah. Because he only had two catches. Only needed the 26 yards, I guess. And that's exactly what he got, two catches for 26 yards. There it is. <laughs> um, yeah, Browns ended up winning. No one cares. Browns suck. Baker Mayfield you know what? Let's let's stick with this real quick. The Browns. Baker Mayfield. <laughs> recent comments. He said something. Um, mighty. Oh God, dude! I don't want to read it because I just. It. Where'd it go? I just seen it. Um, okay, so Baker Mayfield said um, that he's going to plant the flag when they go 17-0 and next year. What? Mm-hmm. Big, are, is he even going to be on the team next year? He's got one more year, I believe. Yes. And he's going to make $19 million in his fifth-year option as his rookie deal. How are they going to go 17-0? and Because they're Super Bowl favorites, Kevin. That's why they're going to go 17-0. and Like they were this year. They were Super Bowl favorites this year and last year. And look at them. I don't – they barely made it out of the first round – or the second round, because they beat Pittsburgh, but they didn't even make the playoffs this year. Seventeen and zero, it's going to happen next year. That's just trending that way, apparently. Wait. With with what? So when the arrow goes here, 
and then the next year goes down, you're just going to trend straight up to 17 and 0. Well, holy shit. Stand by for the, the Jaguars then. Because they have been going down for a long time. The, the Jaguars are going to win the Super Bowl, the National College Playoff, D1AA Playoff, Division Two Playoff, the Division Three National Championship game. They're yeah, just they're just going every championship game. You're going to have to play the Jaguars. Game. The Jaguars. <sighs> yeah, I don't, I don't know how a lot of changes would have to happen in Cleveland. Uh, mainly at quarterback. Yeah, Baker. Well, I think Baker is good when you play him in the Tannehill role. Where he hands it off to Nick Chubb, and then he does a play-action rollout and throws it to Jarvis Landry or Donovan Peoples-Jones or whoever else is there to catch the football. I mean, Jarvis Landry is fantastic, but... I feel bad for him. I mean, I don't... I don't, unless like it. Nick Chubb runs are, like two hundred yards a game. Then like the Browns are the Browns. The Browns are the Browns, baby. The Browns are the Browns. His six final starts, he had fifty-four percent completion, nine touchdowns, with eleven turnovers. Oh, just eleven, and, and that's being drafted number one. Numero uno, QB one. QB one. I have been turnovers. That's a lot of turnovers. Dude, I need to open a bakery with all them turnovers, man. Dude, the the Browns, they just, they need to just blow up. Okay, moving on. Moving on. Steelers, Ravens. My that first heart attack one. of the day. Hey, did did they ever come back with a ruling on that one of those? Uh, they said it was a run and it is a TFL. Oh, you bitches! Yeah, because he it was a fumble and he picked it up and went to run instead of passing. I guess if he went to show that he was going to pass, then it would have been. Was it a pass play though? It was a pass play. But the fact that there was a fumble and he picked it up and went to run, um, that's why they said it was a TFL instead of a sack. Uh, Stupid, right? So, like... (laughs) Okay. understand. But yet Strahan can get the record when Aaron Rodgers just lays on the ground waiting, or Aaron, not Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre lays on the ground waiting for him. Is that how he got it? That's how he got it. Aaron uh, Brett Favre gave up on the play. Like, was it intentional? Like, did he like walk back like, and kind of like fell right? down? The, the YouTube is where we're gonna spill this. I'm like 100 sure, like. Are you, you? Nah, come on. Michael Strahan sacks Brett Favre. Okay, it's. 
All right, I'm going to show you right now. I'm going to share the screen. Oh, okay, good. Can you see? All right, yeah. Oh, wrong one. Oh. I mean, it wasn't like he just, you know. Yeah, but. Michael had him know. dead to rights. But we know Brett Favre, and Brett Favre doesn't do that. Did you see the smile he had? <laughs> yeah, okay, maybe. <laughs> oh, I play from the game one more time? Just one, one more time? All the way from the game. Look at him. He's smiling. Does he just get a free release? No, Jermichael Finn. I think that's Jermichael Finley. Just didn't block it. Look at <laughs> So essentially well, I mean, a free it's, release. It's a, it's a tight end. <laughs> but I mean, come on. Brett Favre doesn't go down like that. Yeah, he usually rolls out 7,000 times, does another yeah. spin. And... Yeah. But anyways, um, yeah, I mean, Tyler Huntley, dude. Tyler Huntley, despite throwing two interceptions, he's not bad. Yeah, it's Lamar Jackson light, bro. You know, was, but he's not bad. He actually put up a pretty good performance. He, he held it down while uh, Lamar was out. Yeah, despite the game against the Steelers. But Lamar struggles against the Steelers, too. So it's not. It's a, good, it's a decent defense. It could be better. And, and then our first surprise of the day, the Lions beat the Packers. I mean, I mean, and Aaron Rodgers played. He played the first half. Yeah. And then Jordan Love went in and had a terrible game. Yeah, it's I see that's why I don't think I don't think he's gonna leave. Like uh, there's a lot of rumor that he's going to like Pittsburgh or Miami was a contender, which I was like, Oh, okay. Miami was a weird one. Yeah. That was like Oh, way out of pocket. Denver? Denver would be pretty good. Because I know Devonte Adams said he's following wherever he goes. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be a good team. But, yeah, I mean, if you got Jordan Love backing you, and that's the guy to do it moving forward, I, I don't you're, think you're in very is. deep trouble. Yeah, Jordan Love's not very good. Like he's not he's not a rookie anymore. He's he's got some years on him. He's still he's tougher. But he's yeah, he's a long way from perfect. Um and then wow, dude, dude who the fuck would have thought this would have happened? Jaguars beating the Colts. You did. Yeah. I do you need to buy it. A, I do need to buy a Josh Allen and Trevor no. Lawrence jersey. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, and Josh Allen, the defensive end. Oh, that that you got to be more specific, man. Come on, I don't care. There's about another the Josh, Allen. Josh Allen in the league. I think he's pretty good. Man, I think this one's better. He had more of an impact. Yeah, Jack two sacks. He had two sacks. As soon as Indianapolis comes into Jacksonville, that's Since... when Jacksonville turns into a good team. Um, he, he, since I think it was what, 2014, 
the Colts have not won in Jacksonville. Hey, it's a scary, it's a scary place to play. If you're Indianapolis, everyone and else, you're, it's and just that the continues. Okay, so that, good job, Jacksonville. And they get the number one pick. I forgot to mention that. The Lions screwed themselves out of the number one pick. Somehow yeah. losing while they still win. You can't <laughs> make it up. It is how Detroit is. Yeah. Check your expectations low. Sorry for the number one pick. But they're going to bite out kneecaps and take out bumps of people's asses. I you like the coach, but yeah. – it's it's a it's a it's going to be a tough turnaround. Um, you know what I think? I think the NFL top ten should be like the NBA top ten when it comes to the draft, or top. What is it? Twelve. I thought it was ten. Where they do the lottery? I just don't like the lottery. Don't. I I mean it it would can keep teams from truly sucking ass. No. <laughs> Those teams need all the help they can get. If you're willing to tank yeah. for a draft pick, life isn't going well for you. So just get, just let them have the draft pick. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's It's interesting. We'll see how how the off season happens with uh, the Jaguars and the Lions. Um, Vikings Bears it was it was the, the Vikings and the Bears. Matter. It did not matter. <laughs> Kirk okay. Cousins had his best game of the season, I think. Two fifty for three TDs. Yeah. I believe that's his best game of the year. Oh, no. He had a one against the Seahawks, 323 with three touchdowns. Oh, and then the Panthers, 373 with three touchdowns. <laughs> when he throws three touchdowns, he doesn't throw an interception. <laughs> Who would have <laughs> fucking thought? He just needs exactly three touchdowns. After that, exactly three touchdowns. Interceptions happen. Um, yeah, that was a whatever game. I mean, Fields didn't play. I think Fields might have been hurt. The, the, um, the Bears franchise is hurting. Let's be real. Yeah, well, they're they're looking good. We'll get to that in a little bit. Um, who else? Texans almost beat the Titans. Yeah. The Titans contemplated if they wanted to be the number one seed. Davis Mills had himself a game. Three touchdowns, 301 yards. You know, the Tennessee Titans have to be careful. They're very lackadaisical when they get uh, up quickly. Yeah. They very. could just end them. But you know they just—they're one of those teams that just lets people stay in the game, hang around for a little bit, and that's how you lose. And they almost lost to the Texans, which should never happen. But you know, ask the Chargers. Um, Saints and Falcons. 
No one really cares. Saints won. It. I don't think the Saints needed a lot to happen to make the playoffs. Somehow the Falcons were very close to making the playoffs. Yeah, which is NFC South is awful. Um, the Seahawks went from being two and seven to seven and ten. Mr. Unlimited, that's why. You know, and they beat the Cardinals. They beat the Cardinals. Wow. Rashad Penny, 23 carries, 190 yards, and a touchdown. If you play FanDuel and you had Rashad Penny. What a day. You, sir, should have won some money. What a day. Can you imagine just again picking up Rashad Penny? Clearly, that was just like, uh, well, I, like I can't Rashad really Penny, get anything else. The Jacksonville defense. I mean, come on, like those two alone. Would have got you some mad money, yo. Yeah, you'd have made money just off of those two. Um, Bills, Jets. I mean. Josh Allen still threw the ball 45 times, which I don't understand why. I guess they were playing for the East to win the division. Yeah, I guess. But the Patriots ended up losing to the Dolphins. Hey, it happens. The Dolphins aren't god-awful. No, they won eight straight. And they fired their head coach. Fired their head coach. Uh, very odd. Would you have done that, especially the way they finished? They didn't start off great. They did not no. start off great. They were eight and seven. But then they won eight straight to be a game out of the playoffs. That's just I mean We'll get we'll get we'll get to we'll get to the the coaching stuff after we go over these games and the wild card games and we'll just we'll, we'll swing back around we'll hit it we'll, we'll hit swing it back later. around yeah um a game that was close when I was watching it at ha- up until halftime became a massive blowout um, the Panthers and the Buccaneers it was ten seven at half and I was like wow the Panthers they look decent and then I checked the final score and it was forty one seventeen and I said wow what the hell happened Papa Tom wasn't having it I guess not I mean three twenty six with three touchdowns gave him a good little spanking holy cow Bob Gronkowski Kenyon Barner's still in the league really <laughs> yeah you know. He's one of those guys you just just kind of lose track of. Eighty two years old, little senior seasoned veteran. Seasoned. Um. Real quick, three-time uh, Super Bowl champion, Antonio Brown. Um, I don't think what I sent you was very true. That he signed with the Rams? Yes. Um, I well, don't... 
think that's true because I have not seen anything else about it. It must have been a fake one. I double-checked the sources of the people that posted it, and it looked legit. Um, but, yeah, I don't think he is on a team. Long awkward pause as we double check yeah. our faces. Yeah, no. I mean, it's the only thing that would make me believe that that actually happened was it's LA. Yeah. If it, I mean, if it was any other that. franchise, if it was any other city that said, oh, they just signed a high profile this guy who's also crazy, I'd be like, eh, I don't know about that. But if it's LA. Yeah, it, it could probably happen. It's a, it is a crazy, crazy city. High yeah. probability. He, he um, didn't sign with the Rams, though. He didn't. But apparently, they mean they could still potentially pick him up before the game, from what I know. God, why would he want to take on that liability? He has cleared waivers, dude. Who knows? I mean, multiple teams have done it since he's left Pittsburgh. And Jeez, no one's man. been able to keep him under control more than Pittsburgh. Yeah, Same. I mean, Pittsburgh had his crazy ass for eight years. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, let's, let's really simplify it down. When did he see? He started really coming around like year two or three? He became really, really good. Probably year two or three. Let's double check the stats because memory is a little shaky right now. Um, okay, I How guess they just don't have. There we go. Uh, yeah, he really came out in his second year in 2011, where he reached he had... the Pro Bowl. When he had 69 receptions for 1,100 yards. Well, that's pretty good. It's a good reception count, too. Yeah. He only had two touchdowns, though. And I yeah, mean, when he was. Not bad for year two. When he was really dominant, it was year f- from 2013 to 2018, up until he left Pittsburgh. 20, you said 13 or 14? 13. So really, he was only crazy for like. Three years, because yeah, it started he wasn't happening. Really he was trying to work for the few years, and then he establishes yeah. himself, and he gets paid, and then he goes psycho, psycho. Yeah, psycho. He um, it started happening a little bit in eighteen, um, and then he left, went to the then Oakland Raiders. Didn't even play a snap, so it's not even listed on his career. Played for one game for the Patriots, had a touchdown off of four receptions, and then the Buccaneers these last two seasons. Well, I mean, that's because he really needed Tom, so. Yeah. Tom's his best friend. and uh... well, well, apparently the only reason why Tom's his best friend is because he's a very good football player that he states in an interview. And, um, I mean, 
in 18 in 18 he had his moments where he was a diva i mean but then there were some moments where he was saying things and you're like okay i can agree with that you know like um the whole ben thing where ben threw when they're playing denver they he been through an interception but it went straight to the d lineman and Antonio Brown, I guess. I guess Ben told Antonio Brown like he's got to run the route different, and he and Antonio Brown said, "How am I supposed to run the route fucking any different when you throw it straight to the D lineman?" <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, I see that. You got a point yeah. there." You know? Fair enough. Fair, you know. But yeah, I mean, yeah. Now, when you when you take your pads off, and then. Yeah. Start Just jogging, like, jogging, shirtless through the end zone. And, yeah, and I mean to be fair, I don't know who's right. I don't know if Andy Andy Reid is right in the situation with what he said or with what Antonio Brown said. You you mean Bruce Arians or and did Arians do something? Sorry, Bruce Arians. I get them mixed up. They that white guy with glasses. It's okay. Yeah, you know, facial hair and everything. Bruce Arians. I don't know how I did. He's that. got the hat. Yeah, I remember he's got he's got like a a, a nice looking hat. Yeah, and he p- coached at Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> you should know this, damn it. I should know. I'm sorry. My apologies. Um, yeah, I mean Bruce Arians said that Antonio Brown was complaining about his targets, and then and Bruce Arians told him to leave, and then Antonio Brown said that he had an injury that they knew about, and they shot him up with. Uh, what's the word? A cortisone or something? Kind of like a cortisone shot. Um, not necessarily that, but I guess a little more stronger. Elephant morphine. That's what we're gonna call it. Okay, elephant morphine. Um, and I guess there's side effects to it, and so obviously, apparently, in Antonio Brown, he's like, I wanted to play, so I took it. So. You know, either the guy's elaborately coming up with these this shit, or he's dumb. He's dumb. It's not. It's not. I get. I get, I can almost guarantee you. Like without getting like a actual verbal confession from the man, a past history of behaviors would uh, tell you that he's just being a crazy person. Yeah, and and like I said in in the in our messages back and forth, if Tom Brady is truly a friend and Tom Brady is really one where he's like, this guy needs help, he needs to come out and be truthful about the whole situation. Or shit, anybody, you know, just and anybody so, coming to this dude saying like, hey, this guy Antonio Brown's right, or he actually needs help, or something like that. Yeah, nobody has said anything. I mean, it's. Yeah, bro, it's uh, it's interesting. Okay, but hear me out. Hear me out. Really? What if you know? Because Ben's gonna retire. I mean, Pittsburgh kind of needs the help. We sign Antonio Brown back. <laughs> and well, hold on. Let me get let me get something else. A little student deal here with Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell is at Tampa Bay. No, 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 like he's only going to be there for a little bit. Come on, they're going to release him eventually. You talking about like next year? Yes. Oh my goodness. No, because we're getting Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. And that's why we need Antonio Brown as well. For what? 
Come on, Antonio Brown. I don't know. Juju's coming I, back. Uh, Devonta Adams and Claypool and Deontay Johnson. Deontay and Deontay. Johnson. I mean, come on, you just throw that man in the slot. He's a dangerous man. Just, just think about it. You ain't got to sign me today. I'm just throwing it out there. You don't have to sign today, but I'm telling you, this is what you want. Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, if this was Madden, that's perfect, because then I don't got to deal with the headache of Antonio Brown. That's what they need to add in the next Madden. They do. They, they should just flag certain receivers. Personalities. Faithful. They got to throw personalities in there. Claypool. Uh, Antonio, Antonio Brown. Brown. Like He's always in the game. But if you do sign him, he's just gonna go ballistic. And instead of and like what, getting they, what his... they should do, what they should do is if you're losing to like the Jets at halftime, he gets pissed because he only has one target and he leaves halfway through the game. Yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, I would do that on purpose every time just to see that animation. <laughs> oh, what's this? It seems it like one of the receivers isn't happy. <laughs> He's just jogging with his pads off. Oh, that's, that's I mean, just they need to give add these, that. Give these players personalities. Yes. You know, it's not hard, Madden. I know it's not hard. Because <clears throat> you do stupid shit like the yard and adding the, Snoop Dogg in there. And the fucking whatever the thing is, the the long shot bullshit. No that was awful. Likes- Yes, that was, that was awful. Awful. Like, I get you were trying to copy what 2K did with their My Player, and 2K did a great job with that My Career. I mean, they they did wonders, and they've improved it. Now I think they've gone down a little bit with it because they That's, got a little too complacent. It's hard to keep up. Um, but to be able to have – to try and mimic that, you literally were like, fuck your idea. We're going to come up with our own, and it's better. And it was not. It was better. not. It was like you were told <laughs> to draw a circle, and you made a triangle. <laughs> Do you want better? I got you a square. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that shit was awful. The concept was Decent. I mean, starting out in high school, getting a scholarship, and then, you know, playing key moments kind of thing. That's cool. But the storyline and the actual not playing in the NFL really was awful. Honestly, I just liked like a freaking NCAAs. Road to glory. Yeah, road to glory. I mean, it's so simple. Like so simple. They gave you what? Play ten games co- of high school. High school. Ten was games of high school playoffs. You uh, got ten. It wasn't ten. Was it ten? Yeah, in fourteen, you got ten regular season games, and then you played four playoff games. And they were so easy for the high school they, games. Yeah, <laughs> which like, makes sense because you're a college and, superstar. And they had and they had the the team builder at the time, so you could put your actual high school like league teams in there and play them. Yeah. I missed that. And it was just so much fun. Hashtag bring back NCAA. 
Exactly. The year before, though, it was the four games, which was a little difficult. I mean, to try and impress college scouts in four games. Yeah. <laughs> the ten games made it easier. <laughs> you know, because by the time you hit like week week five, week six, you had all the offers you wanted. <laughs> It's like, yeah, I got 800 yards a game in these four games, but uh, apparently Bama wasn't happy with it. Yeah, you're still a one-star recruit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 two and a half. All right. You know, La Tech like, just called me, and they want to give me a half scholarship. I know, right? Your, your top three schools are like Notre Dame, SC, and Alabama, and they have like 1% interest in you. They're <laughs> like, oh, yeah, cool. Cool. <laughs> They just look the other way. They go, like, oh, this fucking guy. Like, oh, um, I'm good. <laughs> All right, back to back to the NFL. <laughs> back to real sports. Uh, the Niners and the Rams. Niners win in overtime. Another overtime game. Um, yeah, good, Niners good. needed to win to make the playoffs, and, and they, they got it. Good for them. And I got the Niners in my survivor pool. I don't know about that one, Chief. Go Niners just to beat the Cowboys. Like, how much money can you win if they just win maybe one? None. Oh, they have to win it all. What? What about? What about just? Just if they make the Super Bowl, and none. Oh, what if they take all? All right. What if? The head coach calls the winning like the 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 coin flip, and and they win that. Do they do they get anything? I don't know if I make a bet on it. I'm just saying, <laughs> the for the Niners to to actually one get past the Cowboys, which I think is a tall order to ask. I don't know how if it's that tall of an order. It it kind of is. I the I Niners mean, have a good defense. So do the Cowboys. They have a good enough defense. I don't know what they do. Allergic to that bullshit, man. For, don't, for, don't every touchdown, that. for every interception Trayvon Diggs gets, he gives up like three touchdowns. But he gets that interception, though. <laughs> Does that interception? See, okay. All right, we're going to – we're not going to get distracted real quick. We're going to finish the scores. All right, we got one more to do. We're going to – No, that's okay. We can, talk about, we can talk about the scores now. We can talk about we're playoffs. Gonna, so listen, we'll play listen, off. listen. This is what we're going to do. I know you don't want to talk about it. All right, we're not going to spend a lot of time. We're going to spend 30 seconds, 30 seconds talking about the game, and then we're going to talk about the principle of what people wanted from that game. Not the game, just the principle of what people wanted and how it's bullshit. Who's principal? Okay, don't worry. We're going to get to that. 30 seconds. Chargers, Raiders. Um, to be 100% honest with you, at one point I thought the the Raiders were just going to run away with it. Oh, yeah, um, especially in the beginning. Yeah, then... Uh, then the Chargers had a very good second half. Um, Herbert looked like a fucking quarterback. That defense decided to play. Mike Williams, it took him 7,000 years to become a good receiver. He's here, though. He's there. You know, I mean, Chargers, good. Hopefully, it's just not like how it was when Phillip Rivers was there. I really hope not. Um, it's No, it's the same. It's, I the don't same. Know. it's I, gonna I, be longer think, than 30 seconds. I'm just, I have a lot. 
Okay. Do you, so you do wanted you want, to talk about this. So do you want to? Because I was just going to run through it. I was yeah, just going to run through really. it. But I mean, do you want to? It's just the yes. Give me right, it. Go yeah. ahead. It's go ahead. just the same shit year in and year out. You know, this is why you don't have many die-hard Charger fans. It's because it's shit like this just happens to them. Like the Raiders have no business being how how being as energetic and and alive to play football as they were, especially losing number one receiver and your head coach in the same season and somehow still in the mix of getting a playoff spot. Hats off to the Raiders. They played with determination. They played like they wanted to win. And sure enough, hell, they, they won. The, the Raiders' defensive line looked like I, I don't know. Just Max well, the Chargers' offensive line made them look like they were the greatest op- the defensive line that, that the world has ever seen. I felt bad for the Chargers' right tackle, uh, Storm Norton, um, just because, I mean, he was getting assaulted, brutalized, embarrassed. On live TV. Play to play. I mean, I felt bad. I thought maybe somebody should call the police. There's... There's a man being assaulted on the field and nobody's helping him. Cause Max Crosby was just a bad man last that 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 holy there there half of America was witnessing a murder on repeat. And and they just kept snapping the ball like they just, kept letting it happen. Like they there was no playing. help, there was no chip block. There was, he was nothing getting, and he they was, were his just, body was like was laying lifeless on the field and they were poking at it with a stick asking if he can play one slapping the crap out of it and i was what i was I, I, do you think max i mean you're you're the defensive line expert do you think max crosby is is that great i mean i thought i thought he was coming up a little bit i didn't think he was that much to handle i think he's Good. He's a good. He's probably like, top ten. Solid, but like he's like ten-ish. He's at that ten fringe mark of defensive ends in the league. Um, consistently good. That's another question. But he makes the bad tackles look very bad. So, you kind of got to tip your cap. He his motor is very, very, very good. I mean, I don't think. Outside of like Aaron Donald, TJ Watt, a young Von Miller. Oh, speaking of Aaron Donald, apparently he changed his name to Darius Phylon. And he, no. Darius Phylon was tearing up the, the, the guards could not keep him. <laughs> on, one on the line of scrimmage because he was either in the backfield running after Running after her uh, or just num- stalemating num- them at the line, and and number the uh, literally ninety six, ninety six. That guy, that guy had it coming to him. Did you see when he was on the sideline? The Chargers just returned it, and they ran. I think that was him. He ran the ran out of bounds towards like the Raider. Yep, that was him. Ran out of bounds towards the uh, the Raiders sideline, and he was standing there, and he went to shoulder check your returner as he was running off the field. And then the next play, he tears his patella tendon. Yeah. He's out for the postseason too. 
Which, I mean, one, we're, we are getting to the playoffs, so we're going to do the whole Bengals-Raiders matchup because yes. that's what we want to see, not, not you know, bengals Chargers because so, that was a good offensive shootout. But, you know, okay. so I'm not now, done complaining. Oh, you're not done? Okay. I'm not done, no. No. Okay, sorry. No, 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 no. Go ahead. We don't deserve Justin Herbert. <laughs> we deserve gonna, better. I'm just going to be over here on my phone. Yeah, it's going to be a while. Uh, <laughs> we don't deserve Justin Herbert. He was making throws that, oh, man, he was keeping that team in. He, he pr- provides the team with, like, a sense of, all right, don't worry. Everything's going to be fine. Except the defense says, no. No, we're not. We're going to get pushed around for 174 yards on the ground because, I mean, the the Raiders don't have a a number one receiver. They got a bunch of guys that are like twos and threes. It it, it worked out for them. I mean, Darren Waller. Wait, Darren Waller? Darren Waller? That's what? All right. I'm I'm still on my – yes, Darren Waller is a fantastic tight end, and Josh Jacobs, thank God he showed up even though both of them were questionable and then they both played. So that's how we got screwed over. Oh man. Officiating was bad. Um, very one-sided, but the, I mean, the Chargers were making a lot of mistakes. Jeez. Uh, they had like a hundred yards in penalties as opposed to Raiders, like 30. Um, Joey Bosa. I want to talk about Joey Bosa because I feel like he at at certain points in the game he's a liability because he constantly plays out of position and then creates these gaping holes in an already soft interior defense for the Chargers. He makes these weird jumps. He assumes that a certain play is going to happen and he jumps to it. And then the, the, the opposite play that happens is like a 12, 15-yard run. And, I mean, he's not he, – they, they had no pass rush at all. And he's the one pass rusher that's supposed to be the guy. And he, uh, sure enough, he shows up one time in a clutch position every time. But is it really worth getting – dash for like 15 yards because he's playing out of position or he's making a drastic move to the inside to get to the quarterback and the quarterback just rolls out, gets more time, chucks a 15, 25-yard pass down the field. I don't know, man. He needs help. He needs another pass rusher. I feel like they should have enough defensive interior, but apparently not because they can't get one more stop to force Raiders to not take that field goal. And there we go. <laughs> Questions, comments, concerns? No, I'm good. Okay. Congrats okay to the it. Raiders. They don't have any earthly business being in the playoffs. But I guess neither did the Chargers. So, okay, so now we're going to have these playoffs. No, now we're going to talk about the fact that Mr. Chris Collinsworth, one of the commentators of the game, was rooting for the tie. From the beginning. From the beginning. 
he kept saying, oh, these teams should just tie and blah, 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 da, da. And you are playing a divisional, not necessarily just a divisional opponent, a divisional rival. Yeah, we, we don't like these a, people in particular. A rival. And you have the opportunity to knock them out. That's the season right there. Like through the Super Bowl, those guys didn't playoffs. get in. That's the joy this season. And you took them out and you went to the playoffs instead. Like yeah. the Jags were very happy because they took the Colts out. And they got the number one pick. And they got the number one pick. The Seahawks were happy because they kept the Cardinals from getting number two seed, I believe. It doesn't matter what. It could be just a cup of Gatorade. As long as my divisional or my rival doesn't get that cup, then good. And the there fact could be that plenty like, of cups. As long as they don't get a cup, no. Screw them. And it was just mind-blowing how someone could be, you know, who was probably opposed to ties prior to this, who is all of a sudden for ties and just wants to disregard the wins and the loss. I mean, I don't like ties. The fact that Pittsburgh tied and that there's a tie on the record, it's awful. It's on a mill. Shouldn't happen ever. It's it's teaching participation trophies. We don't do that. You know should never happen. And side note, in my league, we voted for for fantasy football. We voted for winner takes all, and all of a sudden they switched it to first, second, and third place prize. And no, I was like, "That's not how it so, works." And I was telling one of the guys, he ended up making it to the finals and losing. But prior to the playoffs, I told him, "I was like, hey, isn't it winners takes all?" He's like, "No, dude." He's like, "It's first, second, and third. I was like, "Fuck that." He's like, "What do you mean?" And I was like, "Dude, you're gambling your money. You don't deserve." anything back if you don't win it all. And yeah, I mean, like, I'm just saying, like, next time I go to Vegas, I, I want a, a runaway trophy when I lose, lose it. And that's what I mean. <laughs> like, you know, if I'm playing roulette and my chip is not on the square, but it's next to the square that won, I want some sort of compensation because it was next to it. In fact, there should be a separate you know? square on roulette just to say I want to participate. And you just put all your money there. No matter what happens, you win. You get some money back. You get your money back. Yay! I get to play. You know, and so, you know, keep the side note real quick. Uh, and he said, he's like, dude, that's ruthless. I was like, and you're a fucking grown-ass man gambling money. I was like, and you can't handle the consequences? Then you should not be gambling money. It's life, man. And and he just kind of like looked at me. And I walked away. But anyways, yes, the whole overtime thing needs to go. Fuck overtime. Screw that shit. You gotta you gotta have a winner and a loser. Um, and the fact that basically for some reason there's a lot of people that hate the Steelers. I wonder why. I don't know why. Why you really don't know why. I don't know why. One, it no matter where you go, there's probably gonna be a thousand Steelers fans in the area. I'm talking about like it could be a town of five thousand. About a thousand people are probably Steelers fans. That's and they'll not a problem. Okay, okay, that's very true. And the fact that they've won what six, right? Six, six. Been to eight. 
And they constantly bring that up every time anyone wins over them or starts to talk about, you know, the Steelers aren't that great. That always comes up. Yeah, I can see some fans that do that. Okay, so, one. And those those are the Everyone those are the hates the terrible towels. Everyone hates it. Just, just leave mean, the towels alone. Don't step on them. Everyone hates it. You, you, you just don't understand? It's, it's not a bad thing. You know, at least at least we weren't like the dolphins who whose towel they had was a white towel and they were raising the white flag every time they played. Yeah. You you don't see that anymore really. <laughs> I think that lasted a year and they stopped that. But anyways, yes, a lot of people were praying for the tie. They were like, Oh, they should just die, they should just die. And the fact that it almost happened and Raider players have admitted to potential tie until she- Chargers call the timeout. I don't know why. I don't know why. I just, you know, as if going for it on fourth and, what, three or one uh, on your own 20. Yeah. Wasn't, I mean, I like, don't get me wrong. I like the aggressiveness that they brought this year. You going for that, it yes. like a ton of times on fourth down where I'm like, I don't know, maybe you should punt this one. And they get it. They, they've actually had some good success on fourth down. But in that situation, that's just reckless, man. Just punt the ball. I mean, if you have that much faith in your defense, trust they're going to get you the ball back. Yeah. Not put them in a, a screwed up spot where they have to fight with their backs on the wall on fourth down when you could easily just punt it. It's, it's, there's plenty of time left in the game. Not give the other team a free three points. But anyway, no, I hear you. Like, I hear you. And then you know, call timeout with like 38 seconds left on a third and four when the clock would have just ran out. But hey, I I like it because they're like, hey, maybe we can get the ball back and we can try and win this thing ourselves. Nah, it's too late. I'm just saying, you know. But yeah, I mean, I, the whole the whole. The whole commentator rooting for a tie was bullshit from the beginning. He and kept the fact, it up. The fact that that same piece of shit is going to commentate the Steelers Chiefs game. Well, I mean, you can't play a playoff game. game. You know, it's like I don't know. I don't <laughs> like the guy. I, him and Tony. Ro- Anyways, I think they're both going to commentate. Just for you. God, dude. Um, all right. Saturday games. Raiders, Bengals. First one. Um, I want the Raiders to win because fuck the Bengals. And I want the Bengals to win because fuck the Raiders. All right. We're in agreement there. Fuck <laughs> the team. Fuck our divisional <laughs> friend. <laughs> exactly. Um, I don't know. I think it'll be different than the first time they played. To be one hundred percent honest with you, I know the Bengals absolutely torched them. I I think that's going to happen again. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, you never know. Playoffs, playoff teams, teams tend to play like NFL teams in the playoffs for some reason. They don't do it in the regular season, but the playoffs we get NFL games. They they don't have. A receiver 
Like Hunter Renfro's fantastic for like a slot guy. They don't really Zay Jones is like he's he's good. I wouldn't hang your hats on him. Decent. But he, he's decent. I mean, Joe Burrow's playing really well. It, could you say Derek Carr is playing really well? He was. <laughs> I mean, that was a long time ago. That was like week four. <laughs> first half of the se- first quarter of the season. But yeah, it's, it doesn't look good for the Raiders. But then again, I mean, if they can pull out some some of that inspiration they were playing with against the Chargers, against the Bengals, then yeah, I mean, I, it'll be close. I still think they'd lose. It, I mean, it's just got the Bengals. Well, they are the Bengals, so this the Bungles. They, they they could pull some shit where they actually look like crap. I mean, they've looked like crap before. Yeah, they, they've been, they've had to good the Browns, teams in the past, and then forty one sixteen. Somebody, somebody, there was this thing going around where it's like nobody has ever texted anyone about yeah. a Bengal playoff win because texting, texting hasn't been invented then. It was it like was some created, something. It was created a year after they won their last playoff game. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that, was a, that was a while ago. It was like 90... 91? No, <laughs> it wasn't that long ago. I think like in the 90s, yes. In the 90s. It could, it could legally drink. That yeah. that's how long ago it was. And rent a car. Yeah. Cause you gotta be like what, like twenty four to rent a car? I think so. Ninety two. Ninety two. SMS concept was developed. In yeah, and ninety one was the last Franco German GSM company. Um the first text message was sent later, December third. 1992, but from Neil Papworth, a former develop developer at Sema Group Telecoms. There you and go. Now you know a brief history of text messaging. The more you know. Da, da, da. Now you can tell your mom you learned something new today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, snowballs chance in hell. Hey. Uh, still a snowball in hell. Dad. There's a chance there could be some evil snowballs, you know, the ones you freeze or, you know, make it yellow snowballs. Oh, no, not the yellow snowballs. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't see the Raiders making a deep playoff run. Bengals maybe just because, you know, hey, the AFC has been crazy this year. AFC is very, very poor. Um. Patriots Bills. I think the Bills win. I'm going to go Patriots. I think they have that offense somewhat figured out, especially after the last time they played when the conditions were not as bad. The Dark Lord, Bill Belichick, is going to figure something out. Probably. Probably. Um, I seen something where it says in order for the Bills to have Josh Allen play well is to put him in a dome. Oh yeah, that was 
<laughs> I think that was Mina Kimes. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Which is a very interesting take, but... Um, you know, it is harsh weather out in New York, but I don't... Yeah. Hmm. You'd figure those teams... Well, you know, when it comes to playoff times, those teams want that that weather effect that they're used to and the other teams aren't. Yeah. Anyways, Sunday. We got three games Sunday. Three games? First start off with Lapa. the Eagles and the Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think playoff Tom is going to come ready to play. Yeah, I just I just don't think the Eagles have enough to do something important. Yeah, I don't think so either. I mean, despite Tampa Bay's very injured roster, um, I just I just think playoff Tom is just a different animal. Yeah, and the fact that he has the 10 a.m. game, I think, makes it a lot worse for the Eagles. Early bird, man. They get the bucks. Yeah. Um. Then we got the Niners and the Cowboys at one thirty. It's a rivalry game, right? Yeah, I would say. And there's no Deion Sanders and Jerry Rice, but they still hate each other, right? It's close. <laughs> um. You got Debo Samuel and Trayvon Diggs. You know, it just, just doesn't have the same ring to it. <laughs> Does it? <laughs> um, I want Niners. I I really want the Cowboys to lose in the first round, just so the Cowboy fans can shut the fuck up. Yeah, they're as bad as bad. They're about as bad as the Browns fans. Where it's this is our year. We are going to the Super Bowl. To next year's our year, we are going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Don't matter, man. They, 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 whatever bad has happened to the Cowboys, they will always say that they're going to win the Super Bowl. Right? Like, how can you be Super Bowl favorites for about what the past five years, six years? Yeah, at least, at least in the Super Bowl conversation, like. Oh, the Cowboys in the NFC, they're pretty good. But anyways, I digress. Uh and we got the Steelers and the Chiefs. I I hope it doesn't go like the first game did this year. Um I don't think it will. I think it'll be a lot closer. Um as nope. all Steeler fans I kind of speak for, obviously the goal is to win it all. But I think the fact that we are happy to see Big Ben play potentially his final game in the playoffs is pretty good in itself. Ah, man. Are we just... I'm asking Um, a Steeler fan here. Are we just hoping for just a, a decent performance? Are we looking for a W here? Obviously, the goal is the win. But if we can look realistically competitive, competitive, keep it game, competitive. Yes. Okay. Super Bowl um, hopes from a Steeler fan asking. 
is there so, any- I, so so there's the, there's a meme that's been going around the Steeler community on Twitter. <laughs> is um, you got you got to subscribe to the newsletter, folks. <laughs> it, it's a it's a there's a there's a, a stick figure. Okay, there has a speech bubble. In the speech bubble, it says kind of what I just said. Man, we're just so glad that you know Ben's in the playoffs one more time, and we get to potentially see his last game as a playoff game. And then it shows the inside of the mind of the stick figure, and it says, "We're going to the fucking Super Bowl," <laughs> <laughs> you know. And that's that's literally like all you see is just is just all the Steeler fans just saying like that's facts, that's true right now. Like, yes, we're happy that this could be potentially Ben's last game as a playoff game, but in our minds, we're like, we're going to the fucking Super Bowl. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> You know, uh, and and we and obviously, like I said, obviously the goal is to win, and we want to win as fans. We want them to win it all as fans. But if we can be competitive, and Ben has a good game, and they lose by three points, no more than a touchdown, seven points, I think will be. We won't be devastated. Obviously, we'll be upset because we lost and we were this close. But I'm just saying, if it's close, you're going to be fucking furious because something didn't go your way. Oh, yes. Yes. 100% heart attack. And then immediately sad after because that could have been Ben's last game. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. But, Ben's going to have to have. I'm not saying he needs to be. He just can't have a costly turnover. Because he tends to have one of those that hurts us. He needs to at least turn the clock back four years for the Steelers to have. To, for the Steelers to have a, like a legit shot. They're going to need a lot. I, I a would lot even of say like three. Like... I want to say three, but I'm pretty sure he threw five interceptions three years ago. I was it like three or four where he was like still, you know, hey, this is a good dude. Like he's he's still top ten in all the categories. He's gonna need to be that guy if the Steelers have any hope of getting into the play so, or getting we, into the Super Bowl. We're not counting. Are we counting nineteen? Because he got hurt that year. Well, obviously. If he, <laughs> There's durability issues in 19. That's what we're going to chalk that up to. So 2020, he was 33 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. With 3,800 yards. 2020, was that the... That was COVID year. And that was the year they started off like 12-0 and 0 or something like that? 11-0. and 0, And we lost yeah. every game after that. Yeah. Okay, so I say three years. So 2018, if we're going to include the injury year. Because he had 5,100 yards. He had 34 touchdowns with 16 interceptions. But I think that was the year where that was like fringe MVP caliber Ben. Because that was the year he had, I believe, three games in a row. Where he had 500 yards passing with five touchdowns. Mm -hmm. He threw a matter of... 15 touchdowns in three games. Okay, they're going to need that guy 
if somehow he gets like, you know, that Antonio Brown can't feel my ankle anymore, want to take my pads off and dance kind of shot into like his whole body. I don't know how many shots you could legally give a man without killing him. If they could do that all over his body where he's semi mobile and he could he could throw like he used to throw, like slang it, like really, really get like a 300, 400 yard game. If you get a couple of those out of Big Ben in this playoff run, there's a shot. If they could get past the Chiefs, I'm not saying Super Bowl, but like what? I mean, hell, they just give the championship. Yeah, like who else is who else is stopping them? Really, everyone else is very beatable. Yeah, so we'll see. I mean, we already beat the Bills. The only team that we've, the only two teams that we, well, three. There's the Raiders, Bengals, and Chiefs. But yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Um, I mean, last time we went to Arrowhead in the playoffs, we won. It took six field goals, but we won. Either that or Najee Harris has to have like a 200-yard game. If he plays. Right now, he has not practiced. They're going to need Najee Harris to play. Yeah, I know. Um, And then we got our Monday night game. Cardinals and Rams. I want the Cardinals because Rams fans are very annoying. Who's house? That's what they do. That's the high school cheer, but you know. That's that's their cheer now. Oh, is it? But it's an LA team, so I'm gonna root for them. Oh, jeez. I know. I know. That's my backup team. Oh gosh. <laughs> uh, um. Yeah, I'm going Cardinals. Um, oh, Rams. I don't. I don't. I like. I go Cardinals, but I say it with like five percent insurance on it because Cardinals have been bad. The Rams changed their Twitter handle to XZ Los Angeles Rams. I think that's playoff like clinch. Yeah, I know. Okay. Asterisk. But go Rams. (laughs) Oh, jeez. Okay. Playoffs are done. Oh, yeah. Packers got a buy, huh? Packers got a buy. That's my Super Bowl who, favorite. I don't know if we're uh, doing that. Who in the, I know. I was about to say, who in the AFC is going to make the Super Bowl? I have no fucking clue. I, you know, I, I'm going to say uh, the Titans. Oh, I forgot about them. I don't think the Titans make it. I, I think, think Derrick Titans. Henry comes back. I think, I think they, they overrested him. The foot. What's that? I think they shoot themselves in the foot. Probably. I'm not saying it's going to be a clean victory, but I I think think they're going to rely on Tannehill too much in the first game back from the, you know, in the playoffs for them because they're not going to try and use Derrick Henry so much. And they're going to keep Deontay Foreman on the bench and they're going to go Tannehill to win the game. Win. That's what's going to happen. Win. I think Derrick Henry comes out strong, though. I think they they he's got plenty of rust, and I think they don't give it to him like forty times. Because he had a he had an ankle injury, right? Yeah, but I think that I think he's fine, like a hundred percent. I don't know. Are you really a hundred percent though? Yeah, if you give like an extra extra week to rehab it, 
And if he's been like actively doing physical therapy for it, and yeah, I think he's got a good shot of coming back 100% healthy. And that takes a lot of pressure off Tannehill. And that play-action game gets a lot more tough to stop. And the way A.J. Brown's been playing, holy cow, man. And hopefully maybe Julio Jones uh, makes some resurgence. We'll have to keep that Derrick Henry, you know, news close by, but he's not 100% yet. Well, he's going to have an extra week. Yeah, but I mean, if Derrick Henry does come back, I think he'll still be Derrick Henry enough. I think their best bet is to split carries between him and Deontay Foreman and not necessarily rely on Henry for 100% of the load. Just to preserve the potential re-injury of that ankle. Very true, very true. Um, Because I think if he does go down from you know, heavy lifting in a game. I, I think the Titans panic. But we'll see. Um, I don't think Titans do it. I I just don't see the Titans as a Super Bowl team. Um, oh no, they're they're not like reliable. But I I just think they're more. I don't know. I think I think it'll be a a Chiefs Green Bay Super Bowl. I don't trust the Chiefs at all. I, I trust them. I trust them more than I trust Tannehill throwing the football. Yes, I mean Tannehill. I I haven't been giving Tannehill a fair shot, and honestly, he's just been keeping that team. He's been keeping the team moving. I I thought he would revert to the old uh, Miami Tannehill and just look awful, but I guess that's just Miami. So, um, you know, I think Tannehill can do it. I think we could have a similar. I don't know, man. I see lots of run. one one touchdown games from him. I think I think he can have a Nick Foles effect. One two. He had three games where he threw for three touchdowns or more. Yeah, they're run-heavy teams, so that really doesn't surprise me. I'm just – I think but, he can but actually pull together. Play action would be a major factor. Which – it really depends on how, how good Derrick Henry's feeling. He's thrown 14 interceptions. Life happens, man. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> And four of them were against the Texans. Divisional team. Divisional team. Divisional teams play you better. I don't think think that that one correlates well because it's the Texans. They play well against the Titans. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, I don't know, man. The Colts have – I mean, he's thrown three touchdowns twice against the Colts, but he's also thrown two interceptions twice against the Colts. 
divisional team, man. <laughs> Chiefs, one touchdown, one interception. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. It's it's interesting. It's interesting. Steelers, no touchdowns, one interception. Now, granted, Derrick Henry was out, but they still had Derrick Henry Jr. on the team. Derrick Henry Jr., huh? Deontay Foreman, that dude's that dude's an animal. Huge. That's Manchild Jr. over there. Six one two thirty six. I mean, that's a big boy. That's a that's like a almost a middle linebacker right there. That's a big boy. <laughs> I mean, and then you got Eric Henry six three two forty seven, ten pounds heavier, two inches taller. I mean. Anyways, let's get into this uh, Black Monday in the NFL. So, Brian Flores was fired. We're just going to jump into it. (laughs) I mean, I don't know what to say because... How do you fire a coach who won eight straight and almost took you to the playoffs? Uh, ask Miami. I mean, yeah, I, <laughs> I, I can't answer that. I don't know what to say. I mean, I think there's something fishy going on because apparently Mr. Harbaugh, which we forgot to talk about last week, the Michigan coach, John or Jim, whoever the fuck it is. Um, Jim. He's listening to offers, NFL coaching offers. And they came out saying that, oh, that's not the reason why we fired Brian Flores. Why did you fire Brian Flores? They I don't know. They don't know. <laughs> it I, was like... I, apparently, it was like a more um, conflict in power kind of thing. Like GM and head coach kind of power struggle, or yeah, kinda. Um, but I don't know the truth behind that, so I can't really say. Um, Texans cleaned house. Um, I don't. I agree with like the GM, the OC, and the DC leaving, but the head coach, he was fired after one year, and he signed like a three or four year deal. Um, what do you expect from your head coach in one year without your best player available to play? A Super Bowl. <laughs> I mean, if it was Madden, yeah. I mean, I could do that. Um, Vikings fire Zimmer and their GM 
Bears finally fired Nagy and their GM. Yeah. Uh, Broncos have fired fake Fangio, who I would love Pittsburgh to pick up as a DC. Um, the Giants finally got rid of Joe Judge. The Joe Judge experiment is over. The Giants need to get rid of a lot more people. Um, but apparently Denver went from Vic Fangio, who was okay, to interviewing a defensive coordinator from, guess the team. NFL team? Yes, an NFL team. Oh, it couldn't be a college team. It was from the South. Um, From Jacksonville. The Lions. Ah, that was my second guess. Yeah, you were close. You were close. I was going through the draft order. (laughs) So now I don't know if this is like the Rooney rule where Denver's just interviewing uh, an African-American coach even though they know they're not going to hire him, but they're just doing it out of the Rooney rule. Mm -hmm. Um, Because no disrespect the guy, but I don't think he has the qualifications to be a head coach in the NFL. After being a coordinator for the Lions for one year. It'd be very interesting after a coordinate being just coordinator for a year, you get a head coaching job, especially for one yeah. for not like a winning team. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it, it could be some Rooney rule in there. But I mean, uh, you want to hear a crazier scenario that might happen? Lay it on me. So the, the Texans, their first head coach, leading candidate. Go ahead and guess. It's an NFL coach. He is not a coordinator. He is a position coach. Just kind of guess a name. He's in the AFC. Was he a receiver? No. Mm. Defensive side of the ball. He was a former player, though, right? I'm guessing. He was a former player. He was pretty good, too. Did he play for Pittsburgh? No. Was he a linebacker? He was a linebacker. For which team? For the Patriots. He is their current linebacker coach. He is from... Let's see. I'll give you a year. He is from... He is currently 35. He retired... He was drafted in 08, number 10th overall. He played... Patriots linebacker. You when you when I tell you the name, you're gonna be like, "Oh, really?" Hightower? His last year was in fifteen. No, not Hightower's younger, so Hightower's still playing. I was like, I didn't, I didn't know he retired and started coaching. I haven't heard about him in a while. Um, was he good? Like Pro Bowl good? He was, yeah. 
Okay, honestly, I'm blanking throughout these. In uh, 2011, he missed three games, but still managed 100 tackles. Uh, nothing. Gerard Mayo. Gerard Mayo. Get the hell out. He's he's around, huh? He's a coach for the Patriots. Linebacker coach. No way. Yeah, I wouldn't have guessed Gerard Mayo. I didn't know he was still – I didn't know he retired. I thought he'd be like a, a two or three. I mean, 35 years isn't that old. Nope. But, yeah, he's the leading candidate for the head coaching job in Houston. Very, very interesting. I thought it would have been Brian Flores because Brian Flores really wanted Deshaun Watson in Miami. It makes sense, but I mean. But maybe Brian Flores goes across state to Jacksonville and has a young quarterback in Trevor Lawrence and a good defense. He's a defensive-minded guy, so he's got a good defense to work with. Yeah, they got to build up so much on that offense. I just they got to they got to work more linebackers. I think in that defense, but they got a good piece. And um, why am I blanking on his name? Who are we thinking of? The linebacker from the Jaguars, current linebacker. Are you thinking about what's his? Oh my God, Josh Allen? No, that's the end. Oh, linebacker ish. Linebacker. He's like he's like quietly their best player. <laughs> quietly their best player. Uh I can't honestly name you. I can many. see his face. I'm just gonna start naming off Jaguars defensive players, see if you recognize any of them. You know uh, Campbell, Gostis, Thomas, Definitely. Allen, Cisco. Miles Jack. Miles Jack. Really? You think Miles Jack is their best defensive player? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, He's who would good. you think? I don't know. I'd still say Josh Allen, but. I don't know. Are we, are we talking about best linebacker on the team? I mean. Oh, I mean, the, it, outside of Miles Jack, you got Dakota Allen, who played for Texas Tech, was on Last Chance U. Mr. Damien. Oh, I guess he is listed as an outside linebacker, Josh Allen. I told when you. Jacksonville, when did Jacksonville run a 3 4? Uh, when they got Josh Allen. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Smoot. Anyways. Um, yeah, I mean, who out of the available teams, uh, Denver, Houston, Jacksonville, the Raiders, after their playoff run? Giants, Dolphins. Who am I missing? Bears. Who would you be your number one choice to go to? Vikings. What was the uh, was the list again? Uh, you got Vikings. Mm-hmm. Bears. Mm-hmm. Oh my. Um. <laughs> Dolphins? Uh, seriously, someone needs to change their name in the north to the Tigers. To Giants? I said Giants. No. Vikings, Bears, 
Dolphins, Giants, Texans, Broncos, missing Raiders, and Jaguars. What would be your number one? Uh, give me me top three. I I think number one's a little. Just give me three. You don't have to put them in any specific order. You can just give me three. Let me go. uh, Let me get my fucking. uh, The the, the Broncos. Broncos are in there. Um, (sighs) Fuck. Uh, Miami. I, I don't know. Something's. I think Miami can just, they're just, they're a couple pieces away from having something there. I think they're going very under, I don't know. I just feel like the franchise doesn't really support them enough. If you get enough support from the owner, then I think Miami could be a hot spot. Uh, And then Jaguars? No, no, that's a lot of work. Raiders. Raiders. So yours is Raiders, Miami, Denver. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go Jacksonville Bears. Um, I think I'm going to agree with you on the Denver one, though. Denver is a place that's won in the past and has an interest in winning in the future. I think they're just a quarterback away from having a decent squad. Literally just a quarterback away. Like with with Jacksonville, like I do like their defense, but they need they need O line, O line, and an entire and think, receiving core. I think a true number one. I think they have some pieces to be supporting cast guys, but they need like a true number one. If the, yeah, if they had like a Jamar Chase. Or uh, uh, Devontae uh, Adams, who's a free uh, agent. Justin Jefferson. No, somebody who's young and willing to work with a young quarterback. Because I don't know. I feel like getting like a, a season number one, like a Devontae Adams. Like, hey, you're gonna you're gonna give me the ball and let me work <laughs> as a, a number young number one receiver. Is like, hey, let me just let me try to establish myself with this guy. So. Okay, so let's let's look at it this way. So say you are Jacksonville and you have the number one pick. Right? Because that's how it is right now. Jacksonville, mm-hmm. the number one pick. Right? Yes. Okay. And your top three choices at, that everybody's, you know, throwing out there is Mr. Kayvon Thibodeau. From Oregon. You got Aiden Hutchinson from Michigan. And you got the Wooly Mammoth and Evan Neal at Alabama. Playing left tackle. That dude is built like an elephant. Have you seen Evan Neal? I mean, shit, it's Alabama. All of them are fucking... Have you seen a picture of Evan Neal? Yeah, I mean, holy cow, six seven two three fifty. That is a very <laughs> large individual. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It, it's <laughs> I 
you imagine just standing next to that? That's just so fucking. I, I, I think I go Evan Neal. I mean, as much as like Kayvon Thibodeau and like Aiden Hutchinson, I think they'll be good. But I think for what you need, and you are not gonna get hate for, is Evan Neal because you were gonna protect Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure you want to protect Trevor Lawrence. Pretty sure. You know, I don't think you want to go the other side of the ball where, yes, you know, you've struggled defensively, but I think you the the edge class is pretty good to the point where you can get someone else in the second round. Um, but we'll see. Uh, I don't know, man. <sighs> is he? Is he, mm, damn? That is a good tough. As I wouldn't say Thibodeau. My pick would be uh, between Hutch and uh, Evan Neal. I, I just say uh, Thibodeau, just because. I think he's a big dude. Like, I think he's gone. He's gone against better tackle talent. And when Hutchinson went against good top tackle talent, he um, crumbled. Mm-hmm. So, Dan, I mean. I- you're, the defense doesn't need that much help, so they could pass up on on these uh, good defensive talents and go Evan Neal because that's just because, a big dude. Because I think the edge class is good enough to where you can get someone. Obviously, not day one as good as those two that we just mentioned, but I think you can get someone in the next year or two who can be good serviceable Mm -hmm. you know or potentially have the same you know ceiling as them too you never know but I think what the smartest and the safest choice is Evan Neal it is hard to come by off a good offensive lineman especially that are built like elephants he was he was literally the mascot for Alabama. Alabama. He he literally uh, dude, six foot seven, would you say three thirty? Uh three fifty. Oh my goodness. Yeah, he's a I that's very big. <laughs> that's a large man. He's not even like yes, he's younger than us. That's a man. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm calling him Sir when I meet, if I ever meet him. And it, like, if you look at him, he's, it's not like a big fat body. No. That is like, he's, like, that's all muscle. (laughs) I mean, that's not all muscle, but like, a lot of of that is muscle. His stomach is probably 
as ripe as a watermelon. Three fifty one. God damn, dude. That is a big freaking dude. Yeah, he's massive. Imagine that. Oh, he went to IMG. Who would have figured? <laughs> Purely for the education. Yeah, clearly. Dude is disgustingly big. And not like disgusting in a bad way. Just like. Freaking eighteen. Of, of his box jump. You want to watch this? I kind of do. All right. <laughs> He oh, did a split, split box jump. jump. Oh my god! And he's athletic. Six foot seven. Let's let's. You know what? We're gonna gaze upon some greatness. We. This is just us reacting to Evan Neal. Oh, he played right tackle. No, he played. He played a little left too. <gasps> Don't spin towards him. Uh oh. <laughs> Is this a highlight tape? I don't know. Or or what a bash session. There? What did he do there? Oh, he I mean it's Notre Dame's D lineman. He just buried him. Oh look at that. It's only twenty one to seven. This this doesn't yeah. look good. That wasn't a very good one. These are highlights? Is this prank highlights? I think this is his sophomore year, too. But yeah, these were made in August. Friends. Oh, my goodness. He should have laid on him. Oh, there it goes. <laughs> Oh, he just... Alright. I guess we were wrong. I, wow. I, just, I just didn't think you found the right highlight tape. Because that, that was not very impressive. That wasn't... That was not... Is his sophomore year better? This isn't... See, I like that. Getting to the second level and making a key block. We like you know? this. So. But that'd be it. I think that's it. Do you like my wallpaper? Where's your wallpaper? You didn't see it. I missed it. Right. Um, I think that'd be it, though. That'd be it? I think that'd be it. I don't got anything else. Um, yeah. I, you got anything else? Did we swing back around and cover those topics we were going to cover? Which ones? I don't remember. I remember we were swinging back around for a couple things. The NFL. I thought we were talking about the head coaches. 
I think that's what it was. We already did all that. Okay. Ah, yeah, the best we ever done. I think we did. I mean, we didn't talk about the national championship game. I guess. Oh, we how did we miss that? Um, that went. That went uh different than what I expected. You know, it ended like uh, yeah, Georgia just like pulled away suddenly. It seemed like. Yeah. It seemed like both teams were – I mean, it was kind of a snooze fest at the beginning, honestly. It was just like yeah, they knew somebody had to make a mistake for the other one to lose. Mm-hmm. And they were both very cautious at the beginning. They, I mean, it all came down to a couple big Georgia plays. And then, yeah, that Georgia defense, man. Been the story all year. Yeah, I mean, I noticed no Alabama didn't take, that didn't take many shots like they normally do, though. Yeah, especially since their starting receiver goes down. I think it was like the second quarter. Yeah, he had his first shot downfield, and then he did something to his his knee. <laughs> Immediately grabs his knee, and that's a bad sign. So yeah. yeah. But, I mean, even before that, though, they didn't take many shots downfield, and I think they had many times where they could. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know. Um, yeah, Georgia Georgia deserved it. I mean, they, they took it to them. They took it to Alabama in the second half. Yeah, dropping 20 points in the fourth quarter. Yeah, so good for them. Congratulations to Georgia. Um, I, one thing I want to say is I didn't like the, I was actually excited for it because I was like, oh, wow, that's cool. Was the, um, who was it? The Texas A&M coaches. What's his name? Jimbo Fisher. They had a, they had a, a thing, a channel on ESPNU where Jimbo Fisher and his staff at Texas A&M were watching the, uh the game and like pointing stuff out. It was very, I was expecting as a coach myself, something very interesting to watch, but it was very uh, boring to watch that part of it. Yeah. And and on top of that, there was, they they made the football screen very small. And then, yeah, they they gave a good portion to the A and M coaches, which is like I'm. I do like hearing what they had to say, what they had, what they were thinking, what they wanted to do, or they wanted to see, or knew what was going to happen. But like, at the sacrifice of the game, I mean, yeah, I think that's one of the things where it's like you have to have that on on one screen, and the game actual game on on another screen. Yeah. And just I mean, turn I'll... the game volume off on the screen you're watching and let the audio volume happen on Jimbo Fisher. Yeah, I mean, the Skycast, I was watching the Skycast, which is cool. It's like, it almost seemed like one camera was doing it the whole time and it was very fluid. But at a certain point, I was getting like dizzy watching it in a little bit of vertigo. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, just. Sh- and then, like, at certain angles, like, it wasn't really great, and you can't really see, like, 
Sometimes, like, the 50-yard yeah. line shot's the better shot, and it's yeah. still behind the quarterback. And, like, I don't know if that receiver's two yards away from the DB or is he he's got, like, a full 15 yards. He's just wide open. Yeah, no, it's, I hear you. Like, the, the, the angles weren't, weren't ideal, but, I, I mean, I sucked it up and got through the game. Um, I want your opinion on something. Hmm. Let's say in a championship game, could be Super Bowl, could be could be a college championship. Mm-hmm. Let's say the quarterback has a, a mediocre game, like a solid day in the office, similar to a uh-huh. Stetson Bennett performance. But the defense, nobody really stood out individually. But the defense was really the story of the game. Like, they played their asses off. Uh-huh. Who gets the MVP? Like, the quarterback wasn't really impressive. He just yeah. didn't really turn the ball over. But nobody, was... no single person out of the defense really stood out. Is, is the quarterback still the MVP at that point? I think I mean two twenty-four, two touchdowns, no interceptions. That's not fantastic. That's not like something no. you go like, hey, this guy did fantastic. This is the MVP, clearly. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, me personally, I would say just give the defense as a whole, <laughs> you know, the MVP. But I, I, but I feel like I mean, it's called an MVP, most valuable player. What most, most valuable, valuable players? People. <laughs> people. Most valuable people. Most valuable people. Um. I mean, yeah, I guess, I guess you, I guess you do got to give it to the quarterback because he didn't make the mistakes and he made the key throws and. Yeah. It just feels weird giving it to Stetson Bennett, even though he really didn't do that much. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah I mean, I that, that was my only question about. About the game. But yeah, congratulations. It's a good day to be somebody who's a Georgia fan and living in Atlanta. Go dogs. Hat, hat, hats off to, to Quavo. <laughs> I know Quavo. It's, we always have to mention Quavo because he's on the sideline. and right. He's I become the, a... the uh, uh, what, sports ambassador of Atlanta. Apparently. Uh, apparently I have a a buddy that I played football with at Citrus who's on the Georgia coaching staff. So he got himself a national championship ring. He send you pictures? Uh, there's videos on Instagram. Oh, nice. You still talk to the dude? Um, every now and then, just to say, like, happy birthday and stuff, but nothing, nothing too crazy. Well, you know? get his ass on a fucking podcast. What the... I know, right? Maybe I should. I should hit him up. That's good. See if he'll he'll come join our podcast. 
Go dogs. Go dogs. All right. I think that, that, that'd be it. This is a long one. Two hours. Yeah. Good one, though. Good stuff going on. Good stuff. We're getting better at this, guys. Trust me. We're getting better. Like I said, I think once I think once more, like the the seasons die down, like the NFL, and then basketball, where we get in that boring spot, especially when like baseball is probably not going to happen right away. Yeah, it's probably going to get delayed a month or two. I think we can get into like potentially YouTube and start doing that whole hey, pick your team. We'll put it in Madden and do a season sim and see if your team can win the Super Bowl. Are we doing like like the 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 thing we did that that one week? Yeah, like that one week. Just like oh, you have to pick Jacksonville. Yeah, <laughs> and you can pick any player or defense or line or whatever. Yeah, should be fun. Looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. Once we like I said, once we run out of content, we'll make content. Don't worry, guys. We'll give you some stuff to think about. We'll give you the stuff, and we'll have our couch and our faces floating on the couch. Yes, we will. So, all right, everybody. Happy Wild Card Weekend. Hope you guys enjoy it. Um, I know Kevin won't be enjoying it as much. No, I mean... Once the once the wounds are are slowly healing, I, I can I can watch football a little bit stress free. Not you though; you're gonna be stressed as shit. No. Yeah, yeah, because they're gonna keep it close enough. And I have it's a like, weird I feeling just that turn this off. <laughs> they're gonna keep me in to the point where like they're gonna win, and I'm really gonna be stressed because like they won, and I'm like Kevin, it might happen. <laughs> it might happen. The thoughts, the thoughts are happening. If they beat Kansas City, Steelers fans aren't going to control themselves. No, we will not. And I'm, and I can see why we will be annoying after this weekend if we do win. So, Lord help us if the Steelers win. But hey, here's to hoping one more good run for Big Ben. Uh, yeah. I don't trust the love- Chiefs anyway. We do love our final seed Super Bowl wins. That's how Ben likes to win his Super Bowls. That's how Ben wins his Super Bowls. All all is going to plan. They tied so, with the Lions for a reason. It's all playing out, man. It's all playing out. All right, everyone. Have a good weekend. See y'all next week. Kevin, you have a fantastic weekend. You too. I know, Try I know to, you work very hard. Try not to be too stressed this weekend, man. Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, I'm, yeah. All right. Sunday, I will text you <laughs> many times. I'll check in on you. I'll see if somebody can roll by your house every now and then just to see if you... Hyperventilating gifts will be sent your way for about three hours. Unless the Steelers just get blown out right away, then you just got like, fuck this shit. Ben and then you're just better. gonna see you're gonna see a flat line. Okay, good. <laughs> a flat line. Well, well, not good, but like <laughs> we'll we'll get through it together. We'll get through it together. All right. Take care.